0: We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now good morning and welcome to the sunday december 31st episode of the faith comes from hearing podcast i'm wayne floyd your host the faith comes from hearing podcast is a humble member of the christian podcast community you can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org there's a lot of great listening over there over 60 well-curated podcasts wide wide variety of topic areas all covered from a biblical worldview my brothers and sisters in christ doing some great work over there I would definitely encourage you to go on over there. I will guarantee you, you're going to find something over there to listen to. And there's a really good possibility you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. All right. Well, it is our last podcast of the year. And we're going to be wrapping up our Bible reading today. And then uh, tomorrow, God willing, we'll start the new year, 2024. So this is the last one of 2023. Um, And with it typically being a Sunday, we're just going to be doing a regular Bible reading. So let's go ahead and start in prayer. We're going to open up with the first day morning prayer called Worship. Let's pray. O Lord, we commune with Thee every day, but weekdays are worldly days, and secular concerns reduce heavenly impressions. We bless Thee, therefore, for the day sacred to our souls, when we can wait upon Thee and be refreshed. We thank Thee for the institution of religion by use of which we draw near to thee and thou to us we rejoice in another lord's day when we call off our minds from the cares of the world and attend upon thee without distraction let our retirement be devout our conversation edifying our reading pious our hearing profitable that our souls may be quickened and elevated we are going to the house of prayer pour upon us the spirit of grace and supplication we are going to the house of praise Awaken in us every grateful and cheerful emotion. We are going to the house of instruction. Give testimony to the word preached and glorify it in the hearts of all who hear. May it enlighten the ignorant, awaken the careless, reclaim the wandering, establish the weak, comfort the feeble-minded, make ready a people for their Lord. Be a sanctuary to all who cannot come. Forget not those who never come. And do thou bestow upon us benevolence towards our dependents. Forgiveness towards our enemies, peaceableness towards our favor—I'm sorry, peaceableness towards our neighbors, openness towards our fellow Christians. Amen. All right, and our morning devotion this morning. Wow, it's a long one. Um, let's see. So, for the morning devotion for December 31st, the text is from John 7:37. In the last day, that great day of the feast. Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and and drink. Patience had her perfect work in the Lord Jesus, and until the last day of the feast he pleaded with the Jews, even as on this last day of the year he pleads with us and waits to be gracious to us. Admiral indeed is the long-suffering of the Savior in bearing with some of us year after year, notwithstanding our provocations, rebellions, and resistance of his Holy Spirit wonder of wonders that we are still in the land of mercy pity expressed herself most plainly for jesus cried which implies not only the loudness of his voice but the tenderness of his tones he entreats us to be reconciled we pray you says the apostle as though god did beseech you by us to beseech you by us what earnest pathetic terms are these How deep must be the love which makes the Lord weep over sinners, and like a mother woo his children to his bosom. Surely at the call of such a cry our willing hearts will come. Provision is made most plenteously. All is provided that man can need to quench his soul's thirst. To to his conscience the atonement brings peace. To his understanding the gospel brings the richest instruction to his heart the person of jesus is the noblest object of affection to the whole man the truth as it is in jesus supplies the purest nutriment thirst is terrible but jesus can remove it though the soul were utterly famished jesus could restore it proclamation is made most freely that every thirsty one is welcome no other distinction is made but that of thirst whether it be the thirst of avarice ambition pleasure knowledge or rest he who suffers from it is invited the thirst may be bad in itself and be no sign of grace but rather a mark of inordinate sin longing to be gratified with deeper draughts of lust but it is not goodness in the creature which brings him the invitation the lord jesus sends it freely and without respect of persons personality is declared most fully the sinner must come to jesus not to works ordinances or doctrines, but to a personal redeemer, who his own self <coughs> excuse me who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. The bleeding, dying, rising Savior is the only star of hope to a sinner. Oh for grace to come now and drink, ere the sun sets upon the year's last day. No waiting or preparation is so much as hinted at. Drinking represents a reception for which no fitness is required. A fool, a thief, a harlot can drink, and so s- sinful—sorry—and so sinfulness of character is no bar to the invitation to believe in Jesus. We want no golden cup, no bejeweled chalice, in which to convey the water to the thirsty. The mouth of poverty is welcome to stoop down and quaff the flowing flood, blistered. Leprous, filthy lips may touch the stream of divine love. They cannot pollute it, but shall themselves be purified. Jesus is the fount of hope. Dear reader, hear the dear Redeemer's loving voice as he cries to each of us If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. All right. Um just a moment. I need a drink of water here, obviously. Oh, much better. All right. Well, our reading today for the last day of the year, we're going to be reading Malachi 3 and 4, Revelation 22, Psalm 150, and Proverbs 31, verse 25 to 31. Malachi 3. Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, I am going to send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, says Yahweh of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a smelter's fire, and like fuller's soap. And he will sit as a smelter and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, and refine them like gold and silver, so that they may present to Yahweh offerings in righteousness." Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to Yahweh, as in the ancient days, and as in former years. Then I will draw near to you for judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the adulterers, and against those who swear falsely, and against those who oppress the wage-earner in his wages, the widow and the orphan, and those who turn aside the sojourner. And do not fear me, says Yahweh of hosts. For I, Yahweh, do not change. Therefore you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. From the days of your fathers you have turned aside from my statutes, and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says Yahweh of hosts. But you say, How shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, How have we robbed you? In tithes and contributions. You are cursed with a a curse, Excuse me, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the whole tithe into this storehouse, so that there may be food in my house, and test me now in this, says Yahweh of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, and empty out for you a blessing until it is beyond enough, then I will rebuke the devourer devourer for you, so that it will not corrupt the fruits of the ground, nor will your vine in the field fail to bear, says Yahweh of hosts. So all the nations will call you blessed for you shall be a delightful land, says Yahweh of hosts. Your words have been strong against me, says Yahweh, but you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is worthless to serve God, and what gain is it that we have kept his charge, and that we have walked in mourning before Yahweh of hosts? So now we call the arrogant blessed. Not only are the doors of wickedness built up, but they also test God and escape. Then those who feared Yahweh spoke to one another, And Yahweh gave heed and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear Yahweh and who think upon his name. And they will be mine, says Yahweh of hosts, on the day that I prepare my own treasured possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. So you will return and see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. Malachi 4 for behold, the day is coming, burning like a furnace, and all the arrogant and every worker of wickedness will be chaff, and the day that is coming will set them aflame, says Yahweh of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go forth and skip about like calves from the stall, and you will tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet, on the day which I am preparing says Yahweh of hosts. Remember the law of Moses, my servant, even the statutes and judgments which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel. Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and awesome day of Yahweh, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land, devoting it to destruction. Revelation 22. Then he showed me a river of of the water of life, bright as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there will no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his slaves will serve him, and they will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. And there will no longer be any night, and they will not have need of the light of a lamp, nor the light of the sun, because the Lord God will illumine them, and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show to his slaves the things which must spoon, which, excuse me, which must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who was hearing and seeing these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. But he said to me, Do not do that. I am a fellow slave with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the one who does unrighteousness still do unrighteousness, and the one who is filthy still be filthy. And let the one who is righteous still do righteousness, and he, and the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to render to every man according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, so that they may have the authority to the tree of Yeah, so that they may have the authority to the tree of life, and may enter by the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, and the sorcerers, and the sexually immoral persons, and the murderers, and the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, sent my angel to bear witness to you of these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes receive the water of life without cost. I bear witness to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in the in this book. And if, and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book. He who bears witness to these things says... Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. In Psalm 150, praise Yah, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to the abundance of his greatness. Praise him with trumpet blast. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and pipe, praise him with resounding cymbals, praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise Yah. Praise Yah. Finally, Proverbs 31, verse 25 through 31. Strength and majesty are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the instruction of loving kindness is on her lip on her tongue, excuse me. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her. As for her husband, he also praises her, saying, Many daughters have done excellently, but you have gone above them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears Yahweh, she shall be praised. Give to her from the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. All right. And our evening devotion, and hang on, I need a little bit more water here. All right. So our evening devotion. And the text for it is from Jeremiah 820. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Not saved. Dear reader, is this your mournful plight? WARNED OF THE JUDGMENT TO COME, BIDDEN TO ESCAPE FOR YOUR LIFE, AND YET AT THIS MOMENT NOT SAVED. YOU KNOW THE WAY OF SALVATION. YOU READ IT IN THE BIBLE. YOU HEAR IT FROM THE PULPIT. IT IS EXPLAINED TO YOU BY FRIENDS, AND YET YOU NEGLECT IT, AND THEREFORE YOU ARE NOT SAVED. YOU WILL BE WITHOUT EXCUSE WHEN THE LORD SHALL JUDGE THE QUICK AND THE DEAD. THE HOLY SPIRIT HAS GIVEN MORE OR LESS OF BLESSING UPON THE WORD WHICH HAS BEEN PREACHED IN YOUR HEARING. And times of refreshing have come from the divine presence, and yet you are without Christ. All these hopeful seasons have come and gone. Your summer and your harvest have passed, and yet you are not saved. Years have followed one another into eternity, and your last year will soon be here. Youth is gone, manhood is going, and yet you are not saved? Let me ask you, will you ever be saved? Is there any likelihood of it? Already the most propitious seasons have left you unsaved. Will other occasions alter your condition? Means have failed with you, the best of means, used perseveringly and with the utmost affection. What more can be done for you? Affliction and prosperity have alike failed to impress you. Tears and prayers and sermons have been wasted on your barren heart. Are not the probabilities dead against you ever, I'm sorry, are not the probabilities dead against you ever being saved? Is it not more than likely that you will abide as you are till death forever bars the door of hope? Do you recoil from the supposition yet it is a, it is a most reasonable one. He who is not washed in so many waters will, in all probability go f- filthy to his end. The convenient time never has come. Why should it ever come? It is logical to fear that it never will arrive, and that, Felix-like, you will find no convenient season till you are in hell. Oh, bethink you of what that hell is, and of the dread probability that you will soon be cast into it. Reader, suppose you should die and save. Your doom no words can picture. Write out your dread estate in tears and blood. Talk of it with groans and gnashing of teeth. You will be punished with everlasting destruction from the glory of the Lord and from the glory of His power. A brother's voice would fain startle you into earnestness. O be wise, be wise in time, and ere another year begins, believe in Jesus, who is able to save to the uttermost. Consecrate these last hours to lonely thought, and if deep repentance be bred in you, it will be well, and if it lead to a humble faith in Jesus, it will be best of all. O, oh, see to it that this year pass not away, and you, an unforgiving, unforgiven spirit, let not the New Year's midnight peals sound upon a joyless spirit. Now, 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 believe and live. What better word to leave us with at the end of the year? From Spurgeon. <clears throat> um, I, I don't even want to contemplate. Um. Where I would be headed were I not saved. And it, it, it is one of one of the greater strains on myself and on my wife. That we have family members that aren't saved. And, and it, it does, it leaves us terrified. I mean, when we continue to share the gospel with them. We continue to pray for them. Uh, we continue to try to model the Christian walk with them. But the idea of them being left unsaved is terrifying what what they will face so i would definitely encourage you if you're not saved or if you're not sure to definitely i mean today of all days to get on your knees and to pray and to ask god to renew you ask god to regenerate you to send the holy spirit to regenerate you to take take that heart of stone from you and put in that heart of flesh as it says in Ezekiel to give you the ability to turn to Christ to truly repent and have that saving faith in Christ um, because that is the only thing that keeps you from that which we've, we've just read that, that which Spurgeon just spoke of alright well thank you for spending this time with me this morning I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I would continue to encourage you to do all that you do for the glory of God. Um, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning on the 24th, um, or on, on the 24th, sorry, in 2024, the first day of 2020, 20, 2024. Wow. Uh, you can tell I'm not really awake yet. Um, I hope you're safe tonight and what, whatever you do on new year's Eve, I hope you are safe. And, uh, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Day, but I hope to get to spend part, at least part of it with you. All right, let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to close out with the first day evening prayer. It's called the Teacher. O God, we bless Thee, our Creator, Preserver, Benefactor, Teacher, for opening to us the volume of nature, where we may read and consider Thy works. Thou hast this day spread before us the fuller pages of Revelation, and in them we see what Thou wouldst have us do. What thou requirest of us what thou hast done for us what thou hast promised to us what thou hast given us in Jesus we pray thee for a conscious experience of his salvation and our deliverance from sin and our bearing his image and are enjoying his presence and are being upheld by his free spirit let us not live uncertain of what we are and where we are going bear witness with our spirit that we are thy children and enable each one to say I know my redeemer Bless us with a growing sense of this salvation. If already enlightened in Christ, may we see greater things. If quickened, may we have more abundant life. If renewed, let us go on from strength to strength. Give us closer abiding in Jesus, that we may bring forth more fruit. Have a deeper sense of our obligations to Him, that we may surrender all. Have a fuller joy, that we may serve Him more completely. And may our faith work by love towards Him who died, towards our fellow believers, towards our fellow men. Amen. All right. Again, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I wonder, I hope you're worshiping with the saints. If, if you don't, if you're not physically able to worship with the saints in your area, please join us. We're live streaming on Facebook at Vale Valley Baptist church and on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it at at VVB church. We'll start at 1230 PM Eastern time. So please join us. Um, And again, be safe this evening. Be safe this evening in whatever you do for your New Year's Eve celebration and whatever. And again, I hope to see you tomorrow on the first day of 2024. Have a good one. God bless.